Hello and welcome to A Very Full Plate, the podcast where we're all about real food talk with real parents. Your hosts for today are Amy, a natural foods chef and mom of two, and Emily, a professional home organizer and mom of three. Take it away, ladies. Hi, friends. Thanks for joining us. I'm your co-host, Amy. I turn parents into kitchen ninjas to help them feed their families healthy food more often. I'm all about balance, real life, and having fun in the kitchen. You can find me at cookingwithafullplate.com and my Facebook page of the same name. Hey, guys. This is Emily. I'm a professional organizer who helps my clients simplify their lives so that they can experience harmony in their homes again. You can follow me on Facebook or Instagram or visit hallharmonyhomes.com. Come along with us while we celebrate our small victories and laugh at our challenges. And thank you so much for listening. Hey, Emily and all the friends listening. I am so excited to introduce everyone to my internet friend, Kate Young, today, who I invited onto this podcast episode because she is just a really down-to-earth, really super relatable, but like also extremely fun mom of two who has a lot to share on this episode today around how she navigates feeding her family well. And I just love how honest she is about the mistakes that she makes in the kitchen and the way that she has navigated feeding her family better and the way that she just approaches everything with so much fun and love. What do you think of this episode, Emily? What I continue to really like about many of our guests, and this includes her, is that they're very big on experimenting. And I am just so gung-ho about the prepping and the planning. And if you don't do the work, it won't work out. And this has opened my eyes a lot. And there's also something she opened my eyes about that I want everyone to listen for about choosing whether or not to bring your children out to dinner with you. (laughs) I loved that takeaway too. I think it's really fun to get a glimpse into another family and the way that they eat and the way that they shop. And Kate's a little bit different than some of our other guests because I think she approaches it with a lot more open-ended approach, something that I kind of identify with. And so if you are someone who thinks that you need to plan all the time, this episode is for you so that you can get a glimpse into another way of feeding your family healthy, delicious food. All right. I'm super excited to welcome to the podcast today, Kate Young. Kate is a blogger that I met through our adventures on the internet. And I've been so grateful because she just has this super amazing energy. She's a mom to two adorable kids and she does all kinds of cooking with them. So I'm really excited to dive in today on how she feeds her family amidst the chaos of running a business and raising a couple of kids. And I want to make sure I'm saying this so that I remember to ask you more about how you get your kids involved in the kitchen because I think people are going to be really interested to hear about that. Okay, great. So welcome, Kate. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, how old your kiddos are, where you guys live, etc. My name is Kate, and I have two kids, Jules and Charlie. Jules is five, and Charlie is two and a half, and I live in St. Louis, Missouri. Nice. And can you give us an idea of what your family's eating looks like? So if you had to categorize it in maybe five words, what would you call it? Five words or less. You don't have to use all five. We are definitely balanced between treats and healthy with an emphasis on healthy. Um, If I had to pick where I would say not perfect, but always trying. 
I always love that. And I would, I almost said striving, but not striving, just always trying to find ways to do better, but we never beat ourselves up when we're not perfect. I mean, I just like, we beat ourselves up enough as moms and I just like, I can't handle that. Well, people have been, who have been listening for a while are going to know that this is why I love you because <laughs> not perfect, but always trying might be the perfect summary for not just me, but for so many people who listen to this podcast as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I love the idea of not beating yourself up. Have you always been so zen about your eating or yeah. has this been a journey? <laughs> no, this has been like a huge process for me. Um, like before I had kids and then when you have kids and you read all these books and you watch these documentaries and there's so much, um, you just panic. Like I got to do everything right. And, um, I've struggled in my own life, just like with mom guilt. Like if something goes wrong, like, is it my fault? Am I doing the best I can? Did I take enough time? And it was, I sort of realized as my daughter was getting older that it was making me like less of a present, happy, like mom. I was just stressed all the time about doing everything perfectly that I was like missing our life. So I think that me not beating myself up is a constant battle. And I just, say that because that's my goal every single day is to be present for my kids, to be present for my husband, to do my best. And then if I, that's all, then leave it at the door. Yeah. I love that so much. And I struggle with the same thing, which is like, I shouldn't be letting him watch so much TV because my younger one won't watch TV yet, but (laughs) I'm waiting. Mine are watching PJ Masks. Yeah. I shouldn't. Um, you know, the list is so long of shoulds. And I always love when people say like, we're shoulding ourselves to death. Like it's all of these things that we put on ourselves. And in a lot of cases, I don't know if you find this, but it's like, it's really just you putting it on yourself. Like my husband doesn't have any of these expectations either on himself or on me, but I somehow think I've created it in my head. Oh, we've put like our family's entire happiness as moms, like on our shoulders. And and it's actually like makes us less happy, which probably like weighs down the household. And like, once I started figuring that out, my husband was like, okay, do you always have to be wound so tight? And I'm like, well, I'm trying to make you dinner. And I'm, it's like, and he's like, I don't care. Like, stop. Yes. So, so it's a process, but you know, as I give myself more like, room to be not perfect I am finding like way happier moments and I'm just having more fun I I can't imagine you not happy you just have such a happy presence so whatever you're doing is working okay good I'm not always this then I have a very intense side too (laughs) I think all of us will identify with that it goes with the territory of being like ambitious and moms and then the two of those things coming together and I, like I, balancing the hustle, like, okay, how do you balance? Right. So let's talk about balance and specifically as it relates to food and kind of managing yeah. all the stuff with your family. And you said something really cool there, which was like, you're telling your husband, like, I'm just trying to make you dinner, which is something I put on myself all the time too, right? Like, I've got to make this balanced dinner. And my husband's like, well, we could just order takeout or like have box macaroni and cheese. I don't care. Yeah. Um, what does that look like in your house? And how have you found balance with like getting a healthy food on the dinner, getting a healthy meal on the table, I can talk, while also keeping your sanity intact? 
I mean, I say this all the time, and I think we talked about this. Like, I'm not trying to, like, chef it every single night. Like, I'm, you know, I get a lot of ideas on Pinterest, but if it's, like, more than 10 steps, like, I'm maybe doing it on the weekends or, like, one special dinner a night where it's, like, complicated. I mean, we do repeat offenders all the time where we're, like, roasting vegetables or we're grilling and, you know, it's just, like, super basic meals and if we're coming home and it's seven o'clock and nobody's eaten dinner and I just like need to like steam some broccoli and cut up roast chicken and that's dinner then that's dinner you know and um and if it is a takeout night like it's a takeout night and so um you know getting dinner on the table I think you know people think about cooking with their kids as like this huge ordeal And like, how am I going to make dinner and have my kids? And what's really helped me is including them in the process because then they're doing it with me. And so, um, like we'll take 30 minutes and my daughter will stand at the counter with me and I'll have my son get stuff out of the fridge. And, you know, she's like putting things in the bowl or pouring oil on the vegetables, just like easy, silly things that she can do. Um, and then they're in it with me and then I'm able to somehow get food on the table and keep them occupied. Yeah, I love that so much. This idea of making the time that you're making dinner, not something separate, like this is something that I have to do and you guys have to stay busy, but this is something we're all doing together for our family because we're all going to eat this food. Yes, and making them a part of the process makes them actually way more excited to try what you're eating. So you sort of soften that whole situation of sitting down, like you have to eat your vegetables, which like we do have battles for vegetables. Like my kids are, everyone's like, how do you get your kids to eat perfectly? I'm like, I don't, I mean, I'm, you know, I try, but, um, yeah, I just started bringing my daughter in the kitchen with me and they both got, one has a Paw Patrol stool, one has an aerial stool. They stand at the counter. I I sort of say sometimes like I created a monster because like when I go into the kitchen, they come into the kitchen. Um, But when I first started thinking about cooking with kids, I'm like, oh, like I have to teach you how to crack an egg. But like just my daughter, like getting the ingredients out, sorting the ingredients, washing the vegetables, like those are super simple tasks they can be doing. It takes the pressure off us as moms and we're having quality time with them. And it's like, almost effortless. Yeah. I love that so much. This idea of like effortless time together. I don't know if you're like me, but I'm not a mom who wants to like sit and play Legos for hours. I think that's part of why we identify with each other is like getting them in the kitchen with me has been a real exercise in like including them in something that I love, but that's also useful. Like it doesn't feel like, oh gosh, we have to play this for another hour. Yes. Well, and I, you know, we put pressure on ourselves, but I do feel like there is so much pressure on us to be like, we, because there's so many distractions right now, like just the age we live in, it's like, we're always fighting to be present. And so, um, when I'm cooking dinner, like basically I've told people before, it's like, I'm given to like what I'm making. And so I'm not distracted by other things. Like we're making something together. And it is like 
develop these amazingly special organic moments that I would have never imagined because we're doing something together. Okay, hold on. No worries. Okay, um, yeah, so it's created these cooking with them and just like including them in my own journey throughout the day, even cleaning. It's like just doing those like daily tasks with them has created all these like really special moments. I'm like, okay, why did I make that so hard? And I hate playing Barbie doll. I mean, I, you know, I posted something on Instagram the other day that was like, I hate toys or like something. And everyone's like, oh my gosh, you're poor kids. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but I am not very good at playing, but I am really good at doing like projects with my kids and cooking is something I have to do if I want them to eat healthy. And it's something I get to do with them. And so it's like, I hate to say killing two two birds with one stone, but it is like you're, you're accomplishing feeding your family and you're also spending great quality time with your kids. And it, it just doesn't have to be so hard. Yes. It doesn't have to be so hard. And I want to dig you more into that as it relates to food, because I, you said something that I've heard from a lot of folks that we've had on who have consistently managed to, I wouldn't say like be perfect, but definitely do better in terms of their eating. And that's yeah. this idea of just like keeping it really freaking simple. And that doesn't yes. mean not loving food or not going on Pinterest and finding cool new recipes, but really that's like the exception rather than the rule. So what do a couple yes. of your like any night meals look like that someone who's listening in could steal the idea for and run with to keep things really simple for them? We do like, uh, salsa verde chicken in the crock pot and nice. do like grain-free tortillas and that's when like I'll bring out all the veggies and shred them like red cabbage sprouts ca- like shredded carrots super easy things that my kids can like put all on their little tortillas together and it's like when I wake up I put all my chicken thighs in the slow cooker and let Jules dump in the salsa and cook it all day and then for dinner like we're just scooping it out and serving it. And it's just an awesome, easy way to throw all of the veggies in. Um, I think I said, like, we do burgers a lot, um, but we'll just do, like, tons of fun roasted vegetables. So, and then we'll do them wrapped in lettuce or wrapped in red cabbage. I mean, I'm, like, super, super simple. Yeah. Super simple. We do, you know, I... um, I'm like, okay, wait, what else do we eat for dinner? <laughs> but we do, I don't even know what I had for breakfast, so. <laughs> right? We do breakfast for dinner a lot, and then I'll do, like, scrambles with, like, Brussels sprouts and sweet potatoes. Um, that's, like, another easy way for me to incorporate vegetables. And I'm working on, like, the salad thing, which sounds, like, ridiculous for kids to eat salad, but, like, innovative salads, you know, like, yeah. different ways of mixing up vegetables. Yeah. I think sometimes a salad is as simple as like vegetables cut a different way served in like salad form. So it's not necessarily like kids gnawing on lettuce, which even my four-year-old still can't really, really do very well. But it could be like, you know, green beans chopped up really finely or something that they might enjoy or like edamame tossed with a dressing and that becomes a salad option. And like asparagus. I was going to say also, um, we do stir fry a lot and I've been getting a lot of ideas on Pinterest about bowls 
like there's just some really amazing like bowls you can make with like black beans and a protein or just plant-based bowls and put cheese on it and like make it exciting for your kids or like I'll let my kids dip taco chips in their bowls. Um, I and love just that. Roasting tons of vegetables in the bowl and they feel like they're having like a special like nacho dinner and it's so easy. And we do Italian sausage and pasta all the time with vegetables. Yum. I think all that sounds so good and like so accessible. Like anyone can make make this. And And there's so many noodle options out there that are pasta that are like, um, there's so many noodle options that are vegetables, like red lentil pasta, Mm -hmm. edamame pasta, and like just super simple ways. You could just do olive oil and Parmesan. Yeah. It's delicious and your kids are eating a really great plant-based protein. I love that. We do a lot of brown rice pasta in our house, but I haven't ventured out into the lentil ones and such for my kids because I like feel like I'm already sort of pushing pushing totally. the limit. But I, I think I, I'm going to try that out with because they love tomato sauce and I feel like that covers up anything. I found a really great, okay, like I did red lentils and I found a really great beet pasta sauce that totally mimics tomato sauce. Okay. And you can order it on Amazon. And I, so what I did is I like fried like um, Italian sausage in the pan. So all like that flavor was coming out. And then I put the beet sauce over the sausage and then I put it over my noodles. And like legitimately my husband and my kids had no idea. Okay. I'm going to get the link for that from you yes. and put it in the show notes yes. so that everyone can hear because okay. that is an awesome way to like have something that's vegetable-y without being like, here's some beets, guys. <laughs> and everyone's like, don't hide vegetables from your kids. And I'm like, okay, not all the time, but sometimes why not? Like, you know, if they're going to be getting nutrients, I'm not sneaking around. I'm just putting it in a way that's accessible. I was talking about this yesterday because I feel like there's a fine line behind be- between hiding them, which is like, you know, making brownies that they're going to eat tons of and hide, hiding a vegetable in and legitimately making pasta that has vegetables, which is by the way, something I ate before kids putting some sauce on it and be having it be one dish. Like that's not hiding. It's just tastes better that way. It's like, I don't want to always sit down and eat beets. Like I've had to train myself (laughs) To like beets, you know? So like, yes. why would I do that to my kids and like beat, beat them over the head with beets? Like, no, I'm going to present it in a way where they're like, they don't know. And it's delicious. And my husband who like, is like super meat and potatoes, like traditional man is like eating beets. And he's like, I just say beets. I didn't even know I ate beets. That's awesome. I mean, husbands I are just as hard to feed, let's be honest. <laughs> In some cases, they are. My my husband's like a really fantastic <laughs> eater, but he also, over the years of living with me, has become like a food critic. So he'll be like, well, this was fine. And I was like, yeah, it was only supposed to be fine. It's dinner on a Tuesday night. <laughs> it was supposed to be dinner. But you're like a food, <laughs> you're like a chef. So my husband, like, you know, I've become better because this has been a journey and a process for me, but like I never went to culinary school. So he didn't expect, like I was burning all the time the first year of marriage. Like we're seven years in and he's like, things are getting good now. (laughs) I think I'm trying to untrain my husband from before we had kids and I had time to like indulge in the process of creating elaborate things. I was like, yeah, it is just sausage and vegetables and jarred tomato sauce. 
Yeah, we're on opposite trajectories there. <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay, so I have a couple of questions for you that we like to ask everyone. So what is your kitchen superpower? Wait, what does that mean? I, like, what would you say is your, um, your like, special skill when it comes to getting your family to eat healthy food? And here's some of the ones that we've had. I'll give you examples okay. so that you like know the direction. Like some of it is like I'm a really fantastic planner, or some is some of it is like I can make dinner out of anything, or mine is like I just really love food, so I'm always thinking about it. Um, I would say my kitchen superpower is definitely like the throw together. I actually am the worst planner. I've taken meal planning classes myself, and I'm like. People are like, teach me how to meal plan. I'm like, teach me how to meal plan. But I do love to play this game with myself where I have to use at least the vegetables in my fridge before I go get more. And so, like, I've become pretty fantastic at seasoning and just being, like, super creative with what I put together. I'm like, there's no rules. I'm putting it together. So I would say, like, the last minute, creativity and just like emptying out the refrigerator would be my superpower that I'm like no superpower. I'm not going to the grocery store and we're just we're just gonna do it like we're just gonna do it and my husband's like this is an interesting combo and I'm like yep and I saved me myself a trip you know <laughs> that's awesome that is definitely a superpower how do you deal with the inevitable failures that come along with being creative in the kitchen. I'm not saying your food isn't always delicious, but there's got to be at least like one or two flops. What do you do? Like, sorry. Like, (laughs) and then I'll just like make noodles and broccoli. Like, sorry. You know, if it's like disgusting. And sometimes I'm like, sorry, this is like all I got. And my husband's like, okay, like I'll eat it. Yes. I I failed a million times, like a million times. Yeah. And I love that so much because you know what? So have I like on the regular even still, after years and years of cooking and making a career out of it, I still fail regularly. And I think so many people are afraid to fail in the kitchen, which is funny because where in your life do you not fail sometimes? That they like don't want to try new things or they think they're not capable of it. And my feeling is like you only learn to be creative and use different ingredients if you are willing to fail and get better, yes. right? And be like, it turns out those don't go together. <laughs> totally and yeah and like I'll like find an ingredient like I'm on this like red cabbage kick and I like will like milk that ingredient for all it's worth like I'm like okay I want to see what I can use it in every single day like can I fit it in breakfast can I grill it can I saute it can I roast it and so can I you know make whatever making slaw so I am like and half of them don't turn out and I'm like okay that was like definitely a (laughs) no-go but then the other day I made a smoothie with red cabbage and it was like awesome and it was so beautiful and I was like okay well this worked and I yeah yeah I'm like if I fail whatever I wouldn't have expected that so color me surprised that's awesome and I feel like that's a YouTube series right there like I want to see your YouTube video series on you trying red cabbage a hundred different ways and then all the other things (laughs) (laughs) what about what's your kryptonite when it comes to eating healthy like your biggest downfall when you're like oh I'm trying to do better but this was not it uh like food wise like like what's my guilty like chips? Chick-fil-A sure, yeah, yeah. Chick Fil A drive through <laughs> for my kids. Um, 
chips and salsa would be like what I ate all day, every single day. Like I tell people all the time, like I don't naturally crave, like, I'm not like, Oh, I'm obsessed with raw vegetables. You right. know, like I'm like totally a snacker. So like chips and like just crunchy things in the pantry are like always calling my name. So, you know, I'm trying to get better with like different nuts and, Siete chips and like making crackers or simple mills, almond crackers, but um, they really call my name. So I have to really work to have stuff available when I'm ready to snack. I'm like a child snacker. Like, you know how your kids want snacks every 10 minutes? Like, that's me. I'm like, my husband's like, do you have to eat every hour? So that would You're be like, it. Actually, yes, I do. I'm totally actually, the I do. same way. And we've been on this like veggie straws kick, you know, just those like potato veggie yes. straws. And the past two days between the two kids and I who are four and one, so they're not eating that that much. And I, we've finished like a bag of veggie straws each day. And I finally was like, Amy, you need to not buy any more veggie straws because clearly you have no self-control when it comes to salty potato fried snacks. Like, my daughter's like but they're veggies I'm like what can I dip them in can I like dip them in queso I'm like what can I dip like you know I'm like always trying to create this like nacho experience I love it that's amazing um so what's one thing that you always have in your pantry um I always have red lentil noodles for pasta night I always have chicken breast in my fridge. I always have broccoli and Brussels sprouts. You said one thing, but that's four. No, that's awesome. Like, I, I always have the roasted vegetables and meat dinner. I always yeah. have that in my fridge just for like when I don't feel like being complicated. I actually love that you said that, even though it was more than one thing, because I have this concept in my head that like your pantry is more than just your pantry. And I think so often people are like, sure, I always have olive oil or I always have salt or I always have this red, um, red lentil pasta. But to me, it is so much broader is like, I always have frozen broccoli and I always have frozen cauliflower yeah. because then it's like in a pinch, any of the, those things can go in a smoothie. They can go in my lunch. Like they can make a bowl and they can be roasted. And you know, it's like backup dinner. <laughs> It's like, what are the things like when I go to Trader Joe's that like I always get, like I do, I say I'm the worst planner. I do find recipes and write down lists, like when I'm going to try new things, but like, there's like 10 things I always get because I know there's going to be a night where I can't be complicated. And I know I'm just going to make what my family loves. And so like for me, narrowing down those 10 things that are like always a part of my grocery list has helped me tremendously. And like, it makes like three different dinners, you know, like the yes. red lentil pasta, the roasted chicken. And so if I want to be extra creative um, or be like very like buy a recipe, that's separate. And then like on the weekends, I kind of do the like pull from the fridge, what's ever left. Yes. I love that concept. So I don't having... push my create. I don't push like the epic recipes except for maybe two nights a week. Okay. So you would maybe like plan a couple recipes a week. You would have your basics that gets you like three other meals. And then you might have your throw together leftovers. And do you guys eat out at all? Or what does that look like for you? Yeah. Well, we moved this month. So we've been eating out like an insane amount. Yeah. And I probably would eat out a lot more, except for that my husband like doesn't love it. So he's kind of like trained 
need to like just like instinctively like okay what's for dinner what do we have yeah um but you know also I I eating out with kids like we do do like the Chick-fil-a stuff because I'm not gonna go to a restaurant and order these like epic healthy meals for my kids when I don't know how the presentation is gonna be and it's extra expensive and I can't like sit there and like process through feeding them. So my husband and I go out to dinner and like we go once a week on date night and that's wonderful. But with my kids, unless I'm doing like a Chick-fil-A sort of crazy bowls and wraps, easy thing, um, we're usually at home. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's a real challenge for someone who loves food is like you want to eat out and you want to have these experiences, but like you can't even have the experience the way you really want to when you're there with your kids. Yeah. And, and I do, I try, yeah. I try to take my kids out and like expose them to that sometimes because like I want them to know what eating in a restaurant is like and how yeah. to behave and all of those kinds of things. But it's also like one of those places where you just have to let go of your mom guilt also and be like, I just want to eat by myself in a restaurant when I'm spending all this money yeah. for someone to make food. <laughs> I have a couple of friends whose kids are really good at eating out. And like we do try, but I have a very wild redhead who is all over the place. And, um, you know, when we go out to a nice dinner, like my kids do love salmon. I can get them to eat salmon. I can order them a pasta. But, um, yeah, we don't do it too often just for that reason because it's like, I just want to go with my husband and enjoy. And I used to live in LA. So I was like the ultimate foodie. Like if you ask me what I spent money on, it was food. Like I'm like, I can't afford those jeans, but like I can afford this dinner. (laughs) So I guess selfishly, I do really want to go and like enjoy. And you know, I don't want to spend $40 on a meal for my kids. Like I want to do it with my husband. This is why I like you, Kate, because that's (laughs) me exactly. I'm like, I don't like these jeans, if anyone's watching on video, I have like a huge hole in these jeans that I bought ages ago. And I'm like, I really, really legitimately need a new pair of jeans that are not falling apart. But I just, that's not what I want to spend my money on. No, I want to go to Whole Foods. Yes. Yes. I want to go to Whole Foods like without guilt and buy whatever I want there. Yeah. I'm like, okay, if I had to pick, I'd pick Whole Foods. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. A hundred percent. So I know that there are going to be people who are like, I have to hear more from this woman. So can you tell us a little bit about the work that you do online and where folks can find you? Yeah, um, I am trying to be better about uh, my blog, but I am on YouTube and I um, have about 30 videos up there of cooking healthy recipes with my kids or cooking recipes that like you like comfort food in a healthier way. That's been so fun. And then I'm on Instagram every single day. So I am not the best food photographer. So I don't, they don't always like make my feed. But if you watch my Instagram stories, like I'm cooking all the time and like sharing my grocery store finds. Um, and sometimes I do grocery hauls on YouTube. So I would say YouTube at the Bejeweled Life featuring the Crumbly Crew, which is my kids because there's lots of crumbs on the floor. And then just at the Bejeweled Life on Instagram. Awesome. I'm going to include... And I'm those. trying to get better about blog posts. Okay. Me too. Same. You and I can get better about that <laughs> together. But I will include the links to your blog and your YouTube and your Instagram in the show notes so, so that folks can find you and connect with you there. Um, any like 
final thought that you can share with our listeners around just like going out in the world and trying to eat better? Some like negative wisdom? Maybe Honestly, I would just say (laughs) if you're feeding your family and your kids, I would say include your kids in the entire process. Like that has just been so instrumental for me, like including them in the grocery, like making the grocery list making, like my daughter likes to draw pictures of the vegetables we're going to get, include them in putting the vegetables in the cart. Like it's so juvenile and dumb, but like my grandma was a preschool teacher for 30 years. And she was like, you don't understand like how the simple things just like really speak to kids. She was like, when they're picking out vegetables, always ask them about the colors, ask them what's their favorite, let them count the apples and put them in the bag. And then when they come home, like Let them undo the groceries, put them in the produce, get them like comfortable around food. And I was like, you know, my grandma's 80. I was like, duh, like you're a genius, duh. Like, and so that's been so instrumental in my life, just including my kids in the whole process. And like, is it always a win? No, but it has helped us take huge strides forward in feeding my family. I love that. I just think there are, what I heard you say is there are like so many important life lessons for kids that can be interwoven in the things we're already doing, including preparing healthy foods for our families. And I just hope that listeners will take that as inspiration to do more of that in their own lives. I know that I will. I'm going to go out today and try and think of more ways that I can include my kids in the food that we're eating. Oh, you inspire me so much. Oh, thank you. Well, I, I know that you have even more inspiration on your YouTube channel that I hope folks will check out and just thank you so much for taking the time to chat today oh my gosh i love it thanks for being my new friend so fun (laughs) i'm so glad thank you for listening